Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gamers Without Borders. This is episode 14 and happy 4th for those Americans out there. This week it's just the three of us, myself, Brad, and my fellow American rebel, Hello, Rena, and then we also have our British cousin, Nick. Yeah, hello. It's sadly no sort of independence for us, really. <laughs> Hello. Well, well, it, well. <laughs> the most important thing about July in the United Kingdom is that it will be my birthday in a few days' time. But more on that later on. <laughs> so what you're saying is you just want everyone to tell you happy birthday. Yeah, and also get he's, me presents. Like he's he's one of those people that he determines his self worth by how many people say happy birthday on Facebook. Mm. You yeah. joke, but that's not that's that's not entirely untrue. So, <laughs> like, uh, he's I, got he's got you and I, and that might be. Oh, it's probably well, no, about no, you. you. I don't you, use Facebook. You joke, but um, I put, <laughs> I, uh, I got I got university results this week, and Rena actually liked my Facebook status. Oh, did she? Yeah. Among with, You're such among a good like, I'm such a good friend. Among like 33 other people, so I'm popular. 33. I think it's like so, he singled out me. He so. is so popular. Yeah. So. Anyways, popular. what <laughs> what what have you been up to this week, Nick? Um, quite a few things. I finished my second run through of Uncharted Four. Uh, good fun as always just like doesn't quite have the same sort of impact as the first run through but still an enjoyable game yeah of course not yeah but well um i am i am very nearly effectively on level 1000 of on infinity loop oh my Big- god no. well the, well you're the, on level 970 don't say 1000 until no, you I'm get not, to well, 1000 that's not quite true i've completed 970 levels because I, like I said, I got a new phone recently, so I started from the beginning on my new phone. So if you add up, wait, 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 well, what what level what level are you on on your phone right now? On my old phone, I was on f- no, no, no. On my your new phone, phone right now, four hundred and two. So you're on level four hundred and two. Yeah, but if you add that to the levels <laughs> I've done, you can't add nine hundred and seventy. You cannot add the yeah, levels that aren't completed. No, no, they're levels I've completed on a different device. Did it, did it, did it like sync through the cloud to no. like add your levels up? No, no. I just then, added then it up. Then how are you counting levels that aren't completed? Because I had to. Oh my god, I'm not getting into this now. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, what else? Yeah, I'm. There's. I've got a lot of hope for my birthday because that's a fun day anyway, and I'm also going to be hopefully getting the Witcher, uh, Witcher three. Finally, get to see what the fuss is about. So that's a big, big game for me to get my teeth into. Um, Are you getting the uh, the like, uh, I, I don't want to say like game of the year edition, but one of those editions that has all the DLC and everything? No, I'm just getting the uh, normal game for now. Well, why not? Like, you should be able to bundle it somehow and get all the DLC with yeah, the I new thought, expansion I stuff. Yeah, I thought about like... but it was just it was to find it. I'm a pain in the ass to buy birthday presents for, so it's just easy to go. Here's this very simple Amazon link, rather than faffing around with DLC and things. Oh, okay. Um. I'm considering a pre-order of No Man's Sky, uh, which is rare. I haven't actually pre-ordered a game in ages, but uh, No you Man's Sky. the last game I pre-ordered? What? Um, friggin' The Division. Oh, okay. Terrible choice. Yeah. <laughs> I've played like 13 hours, maybe. But um, I'm I'm quite excited about this because if I pre-order it from a certain place, I get a slightly upgraded ship and some free in-game currency. And I'm interesting. I'm hoping that basically gets me what, over my what, the least favorite bit of any sort of RPG games. Because like, what certain place? Well, I don't. I don't but, mind being under leveled in an RPG game. Like, it's quite fun if you're under leveled and you manage to 
like do something purely based on your skill. But right at the beginning of any RPG, whether it's Pokemon, uh, The Witcher, or like the recent Assassin's Creed games, when like you're so low level that everything kills you in one hit and you can't really progress and explore, I hate that period because it's just not fun. So I'm hoping that if I get a bit of a leg up, that then I can sort of get past that annoying period of the game. But who knows? Okay, that's uh, fair. Yeah, uh, and then one last. Where thing. where are you gonna? What? Where are you gonna order No Man's Sky from? To uh, game. Game. Yeah, there's a there is a it's a chain of game shops just called Game because normally. Oh oh, not yeah. in like online or anything. No. No. Oh. Okay. I was going to get it through Amazon, but they weren't offering anything. Whereas if you get it through Game, it's the same price and they give you this free stuff. So I was like, yep. Huh. Uh, and then lastly, right. I discovered a new podcast this week that I found very interesting. It's called um, The Final Games Podcasts. And uh, I bet this is a description that's only going to make sense to our over 50 British listeners. But it's basically Desert Island Discs for games. So uh, each week a new person is brought on and it's, they're told that they've been trapped on like an island that they can't get out from and they get to bring eight games with them. And it's basically just a discussion of people's favourite games and sort of why they like them and why they that would... That sounds interesting. And it's just um, it's just a, it's a, it's a UK podcast, so it's a selection of basically UK games journalists and things. I got I got into the podcast in a classic way of someone who I follow and respect quite a lot on Twitter uh, said that she was in the most recent episode. I, lis- I listened to her episode and then I was like, oh, I'll go back through the back catalogue and listen to all the other ones. They're quite good. They're like two hours an episode, so it's a good amount of content. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's it, really. Right on. I ask people questions like that, but it's not about the games that they would have. It's about what kind of foods they would bring. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you are stuck on an island and you can bring one food. Forever. Yeah. I like three foods. Sorry, because three it foods. Gives you a nice three foods. I can, I can do. It, I can do it with one. What? Earl Grey tea, and the ability to make tea. So give me a kettle and some kind of non-poisonous. You would. So you would drink tea, <laughs> literally until you die. Yes. So like until that next terrible. week. Yeah. You just literally you would die. Yeah, I know, but I'd go out in a in a blaze of sophistication. Yours. In a week. A blaze of sophistication. Yep. Oh, hey, Which I also feel my, I might yeah, have to change my Twitter good. bio to. <laughs> a blaze of sophistication. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. Good. That's it for me. What have you been up to, Brad? Uh, still pretty much laying on the floor at home. Uh, yeah, but my back is... Man. What? Because you're a broken old man. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but it, I am getting better. I've been going to the chiropractor, so making progress. I was able to sit in my chair for more than an hour last night at my computer, which I haven't been able to do Celebrate. for like three weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. But I was playing um, Ark Survival Evolved with my friend Michael okay. uh, over on the west coast of America. And that game yep. is pretty awesome. It's like a survival RPG with dinosaurs. Okay. So we had this struggle. So there's public servers uh, that are player versus enemy. And we joined one of the servers, and you can't build next to somebody else's construction stuff. So people would, like, join the game, build a base, and then they would put, like, a one-block item randomly in, like, territories around their base that they built. So you can't build oh. anywhere remotely near to them. Just to try. And then it, it takes eight days for someone to come in and remove it, like, before you can <laughs> demolish it or anything like that. Eight days of, like, real-world time. And so they just, like, oh, wow. keep... 
Yeah, so they keep like resetting these. They call them pillars because it's it's just like a pillar block. Yeah. And so Michael and I as new players join the server and we're like, why the crap can't we build anything anywhere? And people on the server were like, well, people pillar their stuff so as to like expand and have room for them to grow. And I'm like, yeah, but I literally can't build anywhere. And so they respond, just ask them to remove it. So I found out who owned the pillar and I was like, hey, are you online? Can you remove this? And of course they weren't online. So it does me no good. And then I was like, look, there's nowhere for me to build. This is stupid. Is there any way to fix it? And he's like, listen, you're not the first person to complain about this. You won't be the last. So I was like, that doesn't, (laughs) that policy is stupid to like just claim random territory so nobody else can build when you're not even competing for territory. Like it's, I don't understand. You just have to accept that humanity is just a load of assholes (laughs) sometimes. All right. You heard it from Nick himself. Humanity is a load of assholes. So we left the server and joined a different one called Extinction, where every 30 days of real world time, so every month, the server resets, and oh, so wow. less people play on it, and there's nobody to like, like uh, put pillars everywhere and stuff. Yeah. So that was super frustrating. Compound that with the fact that I was trying to get my uh, internet price reduced, like I'm trying <laughs> to like lower my internet bill. So I'm frustrated from the game, and I'm trying to do internet chat and lower my internet bill, Yeah. and they tell me, you can be part of our five-year contract and pay oh, $75 a month instead of 100 and you also will get channels and everything. I was like, I don't want that. I just want to pay for a lower price. And they say, okay, well, you can sign into our two-year contract and pay $45 a month for so much whatever, whatever. And I was like, I don't want that. I just want to be able to pay less money for less internet. And they're like, well, without a contract, I can't help you. And I'm like, I'm moving in eight months. No, they didn't even say things like that. They yeah. they completely took the question and threw that in the garbage and then answered something else. Yeah. So I was like, is there a website I can look at? And he's like, yes, there is a website, same price as you pay now. Literally, verbatim, that's what he said. And I was like, this is trash. This is not helpful. Yeah. So I, I got frustrated and quit. And just so much anger was felt yesterday. It was... In the entire household. Yeah, just all over. Yeah. Just remember that hate leads to anger, and anger leads to the dark side. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. And who is the strongest Jedi in the galaxy? <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. True. Amen. So, uh, on top of that, we're also preparing our house to be sold, put on the market. So, we've been doing, like, fixing things that have been broken, and okay. making lists of things to sell, and things like that. So I'm going to ask... Fun stuff. Cool. I'm going to ask this question on behalf of our listeners and also myself. Uh, is there is there going to be any disruption to the podcast while you move house or when you move? Probably. House? Okay. Probably. Uh, I will let you know. You I'll, I'll keep you informed, though. Yeah, we will try yeah. and minimize uh, any disruption. You, I might I might even do a solo episode without without these lot. These should, lot. Yeah, these, these lot. lot the, like we're rabble. These, like we're pirates. That, the, the riffraff. The proletariat. The riffraff. That's cool. I'm fine with that. Oh. Other than that, uh, on Monday, just not to change the subject too much, but (laughs) uh, on Monday, I'm giving a talk to a small business in town on being an everyday leader. And so that should be an interesting, interesting talk. And then it's 4th of July. So we're going to see fireworks in the city. Good. You're going to be independent? Yeah. Yeah. I'm always independent. Uh, Yeah. What about you, Rita? Well, um, earlier in the week, 
I was working for a family, babysitting their kids. Found out they had fleas. So once I was finished with... Oh, the rage was real. Once I was finished with that family on Wednesday, I came home and I defleed our entire house. I Luckily, like we didn't have any, so yeah. it's fine. So she spent all this time and effort worrying about fleas huh? when there were no fleas in the house. In our did, house. I was very angry. I didn't even think children could contract fleas. Well, oh, no, they no. had they had two dogs, uh, three cats, and then all of the kids had flea bites. Uh, okay. So, like, the fleas were everywhere, and yeah. I didn't want that at my house, because, you know, two cats, two dogs, no thank you. <laughs> Forgetting about so, Brad here. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't really count, he's fine. Oh, um, yeah. Fleas. Let's Don't see. Yeah, I did that. I read... Oh, two books since Thursday. Um, and then I've been working on my final exam for my personal training. Had some rage yesterday. I also was speaking with customer service. And yeah. just, I, I hate everyone. I, on the other hand, don't mind customer service. I've not had a bad, well, well actually, no, I take that back. Uh, yeah, if anyone's listening, and the fact it took me, th- it took three weeks and about ten phone calls to get a replacement wheelchair wheel, I'm going to send you a very strongly worded email. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, it wasn't even necessarily the customer service as much as the company and their yeah. values and okay. everything wrong about humanity. Whoa. So, that was, that was what I dealt with, and, um, nice. yeah, now I'm just yeah hanging out. That's all. That's fair enough. Um. Unless, has anyone got anything else? Or have we got quite a few bits of news this week? Um, let's uh, let's go ahead and get it started. Let's news with, it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, before, uh, since, do we want to give Rena a chance to work on her her game? Y- yes, let's, let's do that. Okay, there's a clipboard, or you can use that thing again, or a book or something to write on, and there's a piece of paper right there, and a pencil right there. Uh, so I said, uh, shoot, what did I say? Well, I wanted to do a rhythm. Oh, I said, I said ten seconds to win, and Nick said rhythm-based first-person shooter. So I have, you have, ten seconds to play a beat and shoot someone. Well, I mean, you do what you want with that. Yeah, come on. All right. right. (laughs) Remember, you don't have to have guns in a first-person shooter. You could be throwing things. You could be, you know. (laughs) You could your feet could be your weapons, and you have to like aim your feet on the right. <laughs> I'll let you run with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, we forgot to mention this last week. I found a website called thecrashcourse.com, which offers uh, YouTube videos on lots of educational topics like chemistry, physics, history, um, what patent law is, and trademarks and copyrights and. All kinds of stuff, and they're actually very educational and pretty, I don't want to say dumbed down, but it's yeah. very easy to understand what's happening. So if you're interested in just like listening to YouTube videos and learning cool stuff, uh, check yeah. out thecrashcourse.com because it's awesome. Did it, did it at any point teach you the correct way to say patent? No. Uh, it was all patent and, oh. you know, pronounced correctly. Oh, oh. So. <laughs> yeah, what? Um, there's a, this is a bit of a tangent. What was the thing you were confused by the word "morning," spelt without a U? <laughs> <laughs> because it was it was a joke on you because you spell everything with the U next to the O. 
Yeah, but when it's supposed to yeah, be colouring, you say they it colouring things, whereas the two versions of morning mean <laughs> entirely different things. Are are colouring and colouring the same thing? Colouring is not a word. It is the way you spell it. <laughs> oh my! This is like oh the most base God. American British argument in the world. <laughs> Anyways. Oh God. Um. Yeah. Let's move on. I see on. you posted a. Yeah. A thing I about wanna... Brexit. Well, it's 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 that's a bit that's a slightly misleading um title. It's this is an uh, article from the Guardian uh, newspaper. The headline of the article is "If only Brexit had been a game," uh, but it is actually more talking about why we play games and why they're attractive. So it's things like they give us second chances through having extra lives and things, and like they allow us to distract ourselves from serious decisions and things like that. It's not very long, it was just an interesting article that sort of looked into sort of what drives us as gamers and sort of that, you know, why we do what we do. That so is a very just... interesting thing and uh, we actually, I think we have talked yes. about that, if not we have it on our list, but there are like literally hundreds of reasons for people to play games but there's a couple mm. of main ones and yeah. interesting read to see yeah. what people say exactly. why they play games personally. Yeah, it's and I just, think a lot of the times, like, I don't even know why I like to play games all the time, but I just enjoy it, so. Yes. Well, yeah, I think part of what drives us, I think we're going to get back to this a bit on our topic for this week as well, but yeah, I think it can very much depend on what you're playing and how you're playing and sort of the way in which you play. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to do... It's slightly all... different news. Yeah, let's just yeah. go on the list. Yeah, let's just go down the list. This isn't the nicest bit of news, but we want to discuss this because, from a technical perspective, it's worthwhile. Uh, it was in the news in the last couple of days that about the Tesla autopilot. Yes, Tesla, the yeah. electric car company, they have a um, a very sophisticated uh, autopilot self-driving system on their vehicles. However, have have you seen that? Have you seen demonstrations of that, Nick? Yes. But Dude, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but we do want to say that sadly in the last couple of days, uh, due to an incident involving this system, um, someone was sadly killed. And we will, we first of all want to say as a podcast, our condolences uh, to the to the family of the victim. But um, it, it, was a, it was a very strange scenario because that system works on very complicated things like cameras and radar and lasers to work out where the car is in relation to other objects but effectively what happened is a car, the Tesla was travelling down the road and a, a truck, a semi big lorry ha- was turning across the road at 90 degrees, so if you imagine in a, in a T shape however, the side of the truck was entirely white so the the car basically because it was white, perceived it as just empty space uh, in relation to where the sky was so essentially tried to drive underneath the truck and obviously that's not going to that's not going to end very well in any situation But um, Did yeah, it talk it's... about what the driver did in response to the car trying to drive underneath the truck? Uh, I don't, well, you, you might know you more do than anything. me Oh, I don't it know, I haven't like... read the article I just saw the headline of it yeah, I, well, I know um, it was. It was um, said that he had been watching, listening to Harry Potter, and he wasn't paying attention. Interesting. Mm. Well, I, I have read because um, we'll put a link to this Tesla themselves power statement that apparently, when using the system for safety reasons, the driver does have to keep his hands on the wheel. Yeah, it's but... it's not going to drive. I mean, it drives for you, but it's not going to keep yeah. you safe in a life or death situation in no. which. 
But I it's, mean, you, you... yeah, it's come into the news because obviously it's it's not new a technology. Situation, basically, but it's, yeah, it's a case of Tesla had this technology, and they, if you looked at all the demonstrations and all the things, it looks it looks amazing, and it looks like a real step forward for the technology. And this is kind of a big moment where it's finally they're sort of they've, they've faced quite a serious problem with it. But yeah, we just wanted to bring this up, not for just because it's an interesting technology story and obviously because this is probably where cars are going in the next couple of decades so yeah um anyway we shall move back uh i'm kind of hesitant to say any of my thoughts that i have because i might come off as a jerk Mm. Uh, yeah it is it's it's difficult like we don't want to cut we don't want to come across as apportioning blame too much like all i'm gonna say is autopilot is upgraded version of cruise control so that doesn't like absolve you from the responsibility of driving a vehicle yes you know what i'm saying yeah not just for yourself but for other people so mm. i think it's it, cool and i'm excited for it but it, yeah like, want, in no it, means does yeah. it absolve you of responsibility yeah i think you know? just it just makes you aware that we can't blind ourselves to technology and expect it to work 100 percent of the time exactly there's no way they could have tested out every possible scenario exactly but... and yeah and i think I think Tesla themselves have pointed out that they've had like 130 million miles without any incident, and that's that's more than like the average in America. So uh, true. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on back to some uh, other news. This more games related. The Xbox Play Anywhere compatibility with Windows 10 that was announced at E3 it has officially been given the launch date of September 13th. However, you will need uh, the the summer update of uh, Xbox software and Windows 10's upcoming anniversary update, which I believe is coming I, out in the coming weeks. I'm curious. I'm curious how this is going to work. But if I can play all of my Xbox games on my computer, yep. that'd be cool. That's seemingly what it so... will do, and all your achievements will transfer over. It will have Xbox Live integration, apparently. I hope I hope it's an easy-to-use system. Like mm. Steam is pretty simple. You log into Steam, yep. you have a store page, and you have your library games now i've seen it very complex and convoluted as well so i wonder if it's gonna like xbox in itself the xbox like home screen is super freaking complex some of it's temporary some things are pinned some things are always open like the other day i kept pushing the back button and it just like entering programs leaving them entering other programs leaving them Uh. so i wonder how it's gonna work I, I, yeah. I foresee uh, user interface struggles with it, but, yeah. you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I think that has always been a complaint that they've had with the Xbox One, that the UI isn't brilliant, and Microsoft has, over the years, tried to sort of tackle that. But Oh, can we can we just, like, rewind for a minute? What's What did you mean by lorry? Uh, lorry? It just, it's another, it's just the more British way of saying truck. Does it come from something? Um, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know if there's any et- etymology to it. A lorry. Spell L O R R Y. Is does a like a motorcycle like a half lorry? No, that's you're just being <laughs> deliberately absurd. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I feel like Xbox I play anywhere. Nineteen fifties comedy now. Xbox play anywhere should be uh, interesting. Yeah. And I know you sent me this earlier this morning. The scale yes. of No Man's Sky is kind yeah. of redonkulous. 
Yeah, this is uh this is a GameSpot article which of course we will send a link to. And what it basically tries to do is because surrounding all the hype for No Man's Sky has always been this phantom number that's gonna be eighteen quintillion uh planets and stars to explore. And what this article tries to do is sort of put that into context and expand it and some of the like it I don't think their calculations are perfect, it's taken a bit of guesswork, but so, like some of the calculations really put that scale into context. So like if every single planet was worth a dollar, the universe's overall value would be a hundred and I believe seventy six times more than the global product of the entire of the entire world currently. It's and just, it's mind bottling. Yeah. Like we yeah. we literally cannot fathom the scale of yeah. numbers like, that is in No Man's Sky. Yeah, the other now, one. Now is... this brings this is no, like yeah the other What's number that? that stuck the other number that stuck out to me was um using the demo footage someone's calculated the rough circumference of a single planet. And apparently, if you extrapolate that out, the amount of um, traversable environment in that game is one, I think, sextillion square kilometers, which is a number with Indeed. 21 zeros. So, yeah, uh, something yeah. like that. And Absolutely. what I thought was interesting is each of these 18 quintillion planets, if they're sort of like that was kind of an average planet in size, I believe, in the yeah. E3 demo, yeah. that planet itself has more play area than like. Grand Theft Auto Five yeah, or Fallout it's, Four. It's crazy. And so people rave about how big those games are, and then there's eighteen quintillion planets, well yeah. give or take a couple of quintillion of the yeah. same size in No Man's Sky. And I just it, it I don't know how they are able to build a system like this because every planet that's explored they have to save that data for that planet somewhere right yeah like do they have massive servers that are going to save all this data somewhere they, they must do because they've they've said obviously it has to run with an internet connection because the only way they can store yeah. it is on servers so yeah but, so uh, i mean it's uh it's yeah. very interesting and then with the multiplayer aspect i don't know how that's going to work but i have this image yeah. in my mind that like if you were had a top-down view of the universe and then the game starts and you could see a yeah. position of every player at all times. You'd see them all around the outside of the, the solar system or the galaxy. And eventually, yeah. like, a good portion of them are going to start traversing towards the center of yeah. this galaxy. So you might run into people eventually, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, did you see the statistic that said in order yeah, for... Yeah, if there were, if if there there were was, what, yeah, 100 a million people playing? Yeah, the statistic was in order to have a 1% chance of finding another player, there would have to be 600 million active players in the game. And, some, and then you still have one in a hundred chance of seeing yeah. someone. And so. some, I, I think some people are moaning about this because they're like, well, why isn't this game like a proper multiplayer game? Why can't we have interaction? But just on a personal level, I quite like it because space in real life is completely huge. It's desolate. It's isolating. So I actually quite like the idea that you might never see anyone. And I think it plays into that sort of space opera, space drama that it's going for. I'm hoping I'm hoping there's some sort of navigational system where you can plot coordinates of planets and then you can share planets and things like that with well, I other think, players. I think, I think they've said in the past that you'll be able to name planets. So I would well, imagine... yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I want to know is you can't just like search for this planet and. Well, I mean, we, I don't know. They might. We, they might. We, we, yeah, know, we but... honestly don't know. We're stabbing in the dark. But thankfully, we've only got about four more weeks of time. I will be getting the game at launch if it right. Hopefully, it will arrive in time, so I will yes. be able to give you first impressions not long after it comes we'll, out. Uh, yes, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's. I want to hear people's thoughts on No Man's Sky, but uh, let's let's yeah. move on. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Bioshock the collection has been announced. 
This is a HD remaster of Bioshock 1, 2 and Infinite for PS4, Xbox One and PC. It will launch in America on September the 13th, Australia September the 15th and everywhere else September the 16th. Uh, I personally never really got on with the series, but I know a lot of people. Me either. Uh, are I big just fans couldn't of it. get into it. Pardon? I just couldn't get into it. Neither could I. I got I got Bioshock Inf. I bought Bioshock Infinite. I just couldn't get on with it. I couldn't get on with the combat. I couldn't get on with the gameplay, and I just yeah, that's. I'm but if I'm you are interested, with... yes. Then. That's for you. <laughs> yeah, definitely, no, definitely, because those games were very pretty games anyway. So I'd be interested to see those games get a nice HD upscale. Yeah. Hmm. So let's uh, move on to the next bit. I saw someone posted on Reddit an article. Uh, I forget what the title is, but the gist of it is: Steam users can delete responses to their reviews that are made by developers. So, not saying this person had a problem, but he's saying it could be a problem. Let's say somebody doesn't like a game and just wants to be an a-hole about it and says this game is trash, etc., etc., and then people were like, huh, this is an interesting review, I like this review, upvote it, and the developer responds and says, I'm sorry you feel this way, this is what we can do to mitigate what you feel, this is what we're working on, and then the user can delete that developer response so it looks like the developers don't care and just continue to shame the developers. Now, not saying this has happened, but yeah. I mean, I'm thinking it has. And the fact that it can happen is a big hole in the way that Steam uses or Steam yeah. works with developers and players and such like that. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, it's hard enough yes. being a developer. And then on top of that, if you feel like you can't make any difference when people hate your product, then, yeah. then you know, it just sucks for the developer. So yeah, this, this, I want to hear what strange. people think. And, the strange thing with that is that, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't really agree with the idea of being able to delete anyone's opinions because it skews, it skews the results either positively or negatively. But if you were gonna let you, anyone well, do any, but if you were gonna let anyone do that, surely you'd let the developers delete user comments. Like, surely that would be. You would think, to do it. yeah, no, you would think that, but there are like shitty developers out there that would use that to delete unfavorable reviews. Yeah, guaranteed. So I think nobody should be able to delete anything. Like a Steam user, the only thing you should be able to do is contact a Steam admin and have a response removed for, like, I don't know, profanity or something yeah. like racist offensive. or something like that. Yeah. Offensive, yeah. Which, and then they would have to review it and decide if it's actually offensive, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that would take a lot more work yeah. on the part of Valve, but... um just the idea that a user can be like, no, I don't want to hear what you have to say and delete the developer response. Like, that's kind of, yeah. that's, that's kind that's, of crazy. That seems very much counterproductive. Yeah. On a different note, do you know anything about Games Done Quick? Yes, they're a charity speedrun event, aren't they? Yeah, so they do, they host uh, charity events for all kinds of people. This time it's for Doctors Without Borders and it's going on for the next couple of days. We'll post a schedule. But yep. some of the speedruns are insane. Like, if they have a Legend of Zelda one, any of those are crazy. They got Mario World speedruns. Mm. They got all kinds of stuff. Like, if you haven't seen a speedrun, check yeah. it out. It's intense. And plus, it's for a good cause. Uh, if you exactly. feel like you can, donate one or two bucks to Doctors Without Borders. Because Doctors Without yeah. Borders do a ton of amazing things out there. 
So yeah. uh, definitely check it out. It's really, really cool. It's a good program. It's a good... Uh, yeah, I do just want to clear this up that we are in no way affiliated to Doctors Without Borders. It's just happy coincidence. <laughs> oh, okay, because of our name? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, I got you. Uh, that's all the news that I think we have, unless yeah. you have anything else. Rena, do you have anything no, interesting that you saw? No. Nothing in the nutrition world? Oh, did you want to talk about... Your, your, your trolling event? No, I, I just genuinely think that, that would cause so much rage to course through my body. <laughs> I want to hear it. Do you want to hear Rina rage, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> we want to hear you rage. All right. So for part of my assignment, it was to... Hold on, let's pause for a second. Rina is working on getting her uh, strength training and personal training. Personal training. Personal training certification. Yes. Through yeah. ISSA? ISSA. So International Sports Science Academy? Association? Uh, something like something that. Something like that. Anyways, she has assignment to do where she has to write essays and do take a test and all kinds of stuff. So as part of her assignment. Yeah, as part of one of my essays, it is to research three popular weight loss companies and programs um, that are the most popular right now. And so one of those that I chose was Nutrisystem, which is a company that... You go onto their website, you choose that you're a woman or male, whatever, and you choose what type of a plan that you have. Either you pay $9, $10, or $12, depending on what type of food that you want to be able to have sent to you. So, my curiosity was how much food are they going to be sending you? Because there's no specifications of what your age is, your height is, your weight is, nothing like that. So uh, this is when I was discussing customer service. Um, I emailed them and was like, excuse me, can you tell me about the caloric intake that you guys are sending people or what you recommend for people? They gave me a blanket number of 1,200 calories, which for those that are not knowledgeable about fitness or their nutrition is a very, very low number. How much would you say it takes, like, you burn just in it, like, it, you it, personally in a me day? Me personally? Yeah. I eat 2,300 calories a day. I'm 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. So. It's more than me. It's, it's a very individual thing. Yeah. And you can't just give everyone one number yeah. and expect it to work for them. So I asked them about that, and I was like, so... When I'm paying $12 a day for you to send me food, how much food am I getting? Well, you're getting 900 calories worth of food, and you have to go out and purchase more fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables. That, uh, that. <laughs> so you're paying $12 a day so for 900 $12 calories. $12 a day for 900 calories. 900 calories is like... What, what, it's my breakfast. <laughs> I know, I know it's calories. not. I know it's not. I know it's not efficient or healthy. But for twelve dollars, you could probably get a, like a Domino's pizza that's far more calories. <laughs> I mean, you could get a lot more food for twelve dollars. You could buy like a loaf of bread and some stuff, sandwich material yeah. to make sandwiches. It's just like it. It is a problem that companies like this even exist, even though they quote unquote want to help people. They are not doing that because they just want people to come back to them because after you've been in a caloric deficit for so long and reaching your goal weight, quote unquote, then 
once you start eating at maintenance, you you gain more weight. And then it's a never-ending cycle. And this is why yo-yo dieting is so bad for you. And this is your, um, you know, health and fitness for the day. I'm trying to get Rihanna to, to share her fitness knowledge. No, that's and... good. No, that's good. It's, it gives this podcast a new direction. And I apologize if right. I was quiet during those last few minutes. Uh, right at the beginning, my phone notified me that uh, the hashtag bad sonic fan art was trending. And I've just been nice. looking through and oh god. Oh my god. I'm going to go I'm gonna check it out. sit in the fetal position in my shower after some of the stuff I've just seen. Bad Sonic <laughs> fan art. Check yeah, it it's out either right literally, now. It's either literally really badly drawn things or some of the most weirdly sexual things you'll ever see in your entire life. <laughs> nice. So You're nice. saying that he hasn't seen a lot of weirdly sexual things. Oh. 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 Again, oh. moving on to the next <laughs> topic of the day. Um, yeah. Do you want to? Are you ready? I'm to ready to. I'm ready to present my game. Present. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do you have a name for it? Um. Yeah. It's called Drum Off. Drum Off. Oh god, right. that sounds a bit. Uh, well. It. It sounds great. So, this is a game where you absolutely have to have a drum set for your Xbox or PlayStation Four. I don't know. I'm up to having multiple platforms. Well, so you absolutely. But didn't couldn't you get bongo drums from the N sixty four game Donkey Konga? We'll just use those. I'm not in, I'm not interested in bongo drums. Oh come on! I want I want borderline real life drums. Oh god! Where, yeah, just big ass drums. <laughs> so you have to have a set of drums. Okay. And it's you versus some other drummers and you guys are having a drum off hence the name uh-huh. and you guys sorry there is a 10 second clip of a drum solo that you have to play that everyone else also plays and whoever does it the best wins and they get to shoot the other drummers with different foods like um baked potatoes or crushed tomatoes, or something else that rhymes with potato and tomato. <laughs> and that's my game. You I like it. To, nice. You get to shoot yeah. food at other people. I like it. It's kind of like a food fight. Kind of. Yeah. But you just have to be the best. I was in a food fight once. Were you? Yeah. In grade school. Were you the bully? No, I was actually leaving the school. So, like, as I was walking out of the cafeteria, someone yelled food fight. Oh so come on! As if so that, you weren't. So you weren't actually. You weren't actually a part of the food fight at all. So um, I was there before was it wrong. started. <laughs> I helped oh, instigate what? it. That's such an you American cliche. I didn't think it actually happens. What food fights? Yeah, it it did when I was there. I, I, he he I, had a I, terrible, I, terrible middle school. So um, like yours was so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, so no, I was I was lie. leaving the school and someone was stood up and yelled food fight and everyone had talked about it beforehand like we're going to have a food fight on this day because they took away our like school uh, field trip like the whole school was going to go see a movie or do something I forget what it was but the school took it away because <gasps> some of the, somebody like didn't do something or I don't remember it was a stupid reason they overreacted and took our field trip away as, as a way to like make an impact so we decided to have a food fight and so i was walking away from the school getting into my car with my parents to drive to i think my brother's graduation or something of college i don't know um 
and I turn back and I can see in the windows that are like 10 feet above the, the gym and, and the gymnasium where the cafeteria was at. And there's like hot dogs and food flying across oh, the God. windows. And like, it was crazy. And I went back the next day and there was like stains from squished fruit and pudding all over Ooh. the place. And it was, uh, it's quite the experience that I did not experience. So you don't think that taking away a trip is a good punishment for some I don't for people doing. I, things I remember it was wrong. an unjust unjust punishment for the entire school. Yeah, it was probably unjust for those seventh graders. You know, their life is very important. I'm just you know, I'm not <laughs> saying. Woe is them. Listen, <laughs> I am just relaying the story. Okay. Also, oh, nice. we're appreciating bad Sonic fan so, art. It's so great. Oh, are you looking at it? Yeah. Yeah. Have you got some a, really? Have you got to anything things. weirdly sexual at the moment, or just is it just bad drawings? Not, not yet. It's all I. I searched the hashtag, and it's all yeah, just really bad. Some of it's really yeah. good. Like this one's a a really good drawing of Yu Gi Oh, but instead of Yu Gi Oh, it's Sonic. Oh God. I love Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> I would like to yeah. say you've activated my trap card. What? <laughs> You've activated my trap card. Yeah. Which does not work as a line in bars, I would like to point out. <laughs> so, oh, let's get God. to our main topic now. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Rena, for saving Brad from the black hole of the internet that is Sonic. I Brad. got you. She took my phone away. Right as I was looking at a picture of Goku, but rendered as Sonic. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. So our main yeah. topic, we couldn't think of anything independence related or yeah, rebellion want, yeah. related or Brad wanted to anything do something like independence related because it's nearly Independence Day, but we couldn't think but of one. But funnily enough, there's very few games that center upon America breaking free from the tyranny of Britain. Uh, so I'm sure there probably just... is quite a few. I mean, look it up, see how many. I'm... Well, I was thinking of recent games. I I'm know gonna live. I'm gonna live Google it. <sighs> okay. So we decided to talk about open world gameplay versus linear gameplay as like the same vein of uh, Halo 1 versus the first Elder Scrolls or something where you can like wander and do whatever you want versus like you have to follow a path in order to beat yeah. the level. So I don't know what brought this to mind, but there's different um, likes for different... Um, I don't know yeah, what I'm trying to they, say here, but no, if, I, if they, like they some have... people prefer to have choices and some people like yeah. the too many choices of an open world gameplay make them yeah. not enjoyable games. Does that make sense? Yeah, like I I definitely relate to that. Like I'm a very I'm a sort of very organized go from A to B sort of person. So I like So you're able to find six video games. Yes. That were about the American Revolution. Yeah, okay, search like 30... World War 2. That was like a I'm not I know. But World War II II was a far more important event, but that is a discussion for another day. One of them's an expansion. Empire Total War. Can we please get back to the topic? You cut me off to tell me how bad I am at Googling. (laughs) So, anyways, open world versus um, linear. Yeah. Linear gameplay appeals to me because I'm quite an organized person. I like just going from A to B, and as soon as something's done, it's done. I can move on to the next thing, and that's it. And that's just how things go. Whereas sometimes, if I'm playing like an uh, open world game, Ubisoft games are the worst for this. When they show you all the little things you can do, my brain goes slightly into panic, and it's like, well, what, when the hell am I going to complete all this? So, so yeah. I, I, So you're not a huge fan of open world games? 
No, well, I like open world games when they're done, like when they're done well. Like, I I I like the attraction of them feeling not like video games, but like a real sort of living city or place or environment. Like, I like that, and I like the step. That... You like to be immersed in the video yes. game. Okay, I get you. But it's more from a practical level that I don't like when games go, here's 500 side quests for you to do. Because my brain just thinks, what am I going to do? That's fair. I just all around hate open world games. Yeah, Rita doesn't like them at all. I tried to get her to play like Skyrim or... um, Yeah. What was the other one? Fallout or... I didn't even like Destiny. Um, Yeah. And that wasn't even super duper open worlded. But I just... I I just want to complete the mission. I don't want to go and find the next place that I have to go to complete that next mission. Yeah. And I don't like searching in things. Um, I just don't That's care the for it. I think the open world gameplay tailors and caters mostly to people that have uh, inquisitive minds or explorative minds. So like I like to when I pick up a game, I like to explore all the mechanics. And find out how the game works and what like the limits are, like where I can go, things yeah. like that. The first thing I did when Fallout 4, when I was able to, when I was done building my base, was walk as far as I can off the edge of the map and see how far I could go. Just yeah. to see if I could. Whereas in a linear yeah. game, I'm like, I just, like, I, I I can't, I feel limited. I feel constrained in a yeah. linear game. I like it. I Yeah, I've, I, do, I do the same thing. I will say I, I did that with Terraria. And, like, I know, like, I think I, I kind of we'll be doing that a bit with No Man's Sky. Like, I know from a practical level it's not really possible, but I do like the idea of, like, just the whole thing of, I might be able to see from my spaceship a hundred planets, and I could visit any which one I want, and I can just explore it, and there might be nothing on there, but I don't know, and it's like... So I think if No Man's Sky does it right, then I think it's going to really get me in the right sort of way and, like, sort of push my buttons, I hope. I feel you. I'm in the same same boat with you. Uh, but there are some very poorly done open world games, and there's some very poorly yes. done linear games. But in the same vein, most of the time, it seems the trend is the game has to have some sort of openness to it. Yes. So even classically linear games, like uh, I'm going to use the Halo series again because I love yep. them. So Halo 1, it was very straightforward. Like you are placed on a path, and you're placed in a complex or something. You have to figure out where to go. Uh, I just want to apologize if you guys hear motorcycles in the background. For the third time. Yeah, they just, they're obnoxious, the and they just, like, drive around on their motorcycles, the two of them. Like, I don't, I don't know. Anyways. For no reason. Um, So, the first couple of Halo games, it was, like, you will follow this path, and now they started to open up Halo 4 and Halo 5. The levels are even a Halo Reach, things like that. The levels are still straightforward, like, you have to go from A to B, but in those sections of A to B, you have room to maneuver. And yeah. like the the areas are much bigger for you to run around and like get different angles and things like that. So there's a, a type of openness to it, like a, yeah. the facade of openness. Well, yeah, um, I I know I know what you mean. I said the same thing in my review of Uncharted Four. Where basically, like it's you're always being guided to the same destination. It's just there's multiple paths to get there. Yeah, which is interesting. Which is how a lot of the like Deus Ex games are done and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I want to hear people's thoughts. Open world yes. or linear? What are your favorites? What are your least yep. favorites? Do you have a, a favorite linear? Not off the top of my head. Star Wars pod racing. 
Now this is <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's linear, right? Yeah. You have one track to follow. And yeah, racing explore. games are inherently linear, so. Yeah. Uh, but if you <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna sort of weigh in on this debate, remember you can email us at gwbpodcast at gmail dot com, or you can tweet us at gwbpod on Twitter. Truth. Do we have any community involvement yes. for this week? We only got one question this week, which makes us kind of sad, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, John, uh, John of the One Track Gamers asks us, "What is the one skill you wish you were good at, but at some reason you just can't grasp?" Ooh. I got this. Yeah, what's so, that? whenever we discuss finances, mm. oh dear, investments, just like I, I can't wrap my head around it. I can save money all day long, but like, but giving your money to someone else to make money for us, yeah, it just, I, I just can't wrap my noggin around it. <laughs> and that's something that I wish that I were better at. Uh, understanding finances. That's fair. That's actually that is a pretty good yeah. skill. Um, do you have anything on top of your head, Nick? Uh, I have two. Because this is a games podcast, I had a more game-centric one and then a general one. My game-centric one is I wish I had better hand-eye coordination because <laughs> that would help with many things, not just games. But yeah, That's because fair. my hand-eye coordination... I said to someone on Twitter, I've got the hand-eye coordination of a spoon. Of a yeah, what? Of a spoon. Well, did you know that spoons are the most... Like coordinated thing. Yeah, they're, no. They're just the best. They're the utensil. ultimate. They are the ultimate tool in the kitchen. So they are like the very best. Like no one ever was. Yeah. yeah name exactly. name one thing that you cannot do with a spoon. Uh, I cut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang I on. Exactly. So. Exactly. Spoons are the best. Yeah, you can do a lot with the spoon. And then my <laughs> yeah. my non gaming one is I'd love not to be an absolute buffoon in social situations. So, like, just, like, general social skills, like talking? Yes. My social skills are horrendous. <laughs> That's fair. I used to think, I wish I could dance. but I can. But then I didn't. Uh, and I used to also think, I wish I could draw, but I don't wish I could draw. I'd just be kind of neat, like, check it, I can draw stuff, but it's not yeah. very... I used to um, think I... Useful for me, I would say. I used to think so I, I couldn't dance, but it turns out I can, and don't, and dance very well. Do you dance in your wheelchair? Yes. Well, that's basically that's basically the only option I have. Which uh, is obviously well, uh, no. He, we've seen the video. He he can like pseudo. Yeah, that's walk. an old video. That video is like eight years old. I am. I could still do that, but rather dance standing up. I, as many people point out, I would look a lot like the xenomorph. So it's just not. Really <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I don't have but, like, um... an internal set of jaws, though. I would like to reassure people: or acidic blood, or a tail, but. Other than that, don't I you? <laughs> don't you? I wish one certain skill that I wish I were good at. For some reason, I just can't grasp. I I wish I could fly. Oh god! You know? I just can't. I can't get the hang of it. <laughs> every time I try and jump, on my <laughs> every time I try to fly, <laughs> every time I jump, I have to come back down. I just don't get it. Then you were going to say something to space. I was going to say something, and then I decided that that was it was not a nice thing to, to say. Me? To me, yes. Okay, let's. Oh come on, we, you guys want to? Yeah, we passed that. The barrier podcast already knows that you uh, abuse me, so. So. You are you are working towards grasping it. Um, it's You're something about in the kitchen. Yes, in Cooking? the kitchen. I can't like, I don't know. Like cracking eggs is hard for me. 
Like I'm just yeah. a, not a kitchen person. I end up burning half the things I try. Getting yeah. better. That but I was making I was making pancakes the other day. No, what was it? Pancakes or no? It was eggs. It was eggs. It was eggs. eggs. <laughs> you literally just put them in the pan and they cook themselves. And so I yeah. put eggs in the pan after cracking the egg way too many times and spilling everywhere. And I tried to flip the eggs and they just exploded and like the yolk spilled and then the eggs were folded on top of each other and then there was like egg all over the pan and well he it was just so bad for starters he put the egg in the pan the pan's not hot at all there's no spray down it's just (laughs) like he just he took the pan out of the cupboard put it on the thing and just like cracked an egg what are you doing (laughs) brad what what's going on i made i made i made a meal the other day and i was you know but yeah, kitchen it, stuff is a, not. It's a struggle. Yeah, it's, it's a just, struggle. I, I think the only way to do that is just jumping at the deep end, like I had to do. I had to go from barely cooking to having to cook for, and eat for myself in the space of like a month, and I find that you just kind of force yourself, or you live out of microwave, like I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> you do yeah. I've lived things out of like that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just, working on him. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to jump back. Um, talk about sort of crossing the line and saying mean things credit to our listeners who picked up on a comment i made that no one reacted yeah. to that apparently made I, people feel very i didn't awkward. even hear it but i laughed I so hard when i saw it on twitter i know <laughs> yeah i if it, listen but i'm not going to tell you but just listen back to the last episode and see if you can find it if not you can cheat and you can look back through our twitter feed but don't cheat because that's not fun cheaters never I, prosper. I cheated it was hilarious it was cheaters hilarious. sometimes prosper they actually prosper a lot <laughs> for yeah. a while they do live long and prosper yeah uh you have some important news for the podcast don't you yes we have big exciting podcast momentum shifting news i'm gonna hype this up so much it's not even true no this is this is news that uh occasional guest on the show youtuber dapper paperback will now be joining us on a more frequent and consistent basis uh we think about um once a month hopefully we had kind of hoped to get her on today, so she'd be here as we announce it, and Brad will testify that. Uh, and I'm saying, dude, I'm I spammed go- her account yeah. so hard on Discord, yeah. but she I just didn't want respond. this to be in the public domain that Brad did it. I said, leave her alone; she's probably busy. And you, no, the to words spam. were the words were, we don't need her. That's what he said. That's not what I said. <laughs> out out of context, that sounds horrible. And now I'm going to have it. the wrath of our guests on me. Sounds yeah. something like what Nick would say. Yeah. Oh, oh. So, yes. be yes. sure to welcome Dapper Paper Bag. She's been to on a couple of times, and we're glad to have her as more of an, uh, an official member of the team. So, yeah. Uh, well, she's definitely an official member. Much. It's just you won't hear her every week, but you will hear her often. Yeah. I might see if I so, can rope, um, rope her into you... what will be the birthday special next week. We'll have to add her to our Where to Reach Us section on the, yes. on the podcast. Speaking I, of, I, if I had you that want... exact same thought. It's a, if it's you a want occasion. <laughs> if you want to reach us, you can yeah. tweet at us on Twitter at GWBpod or send us an email at GWBpodcast at gmail.com. We will respond to any of your complaints, hates, yes. or ideas, or uh, if you just want to send us pictures of cats or bad pictures of Sonic fan art, go yeah. for it. Or pictures of us, if you want to draw pictures of us. Do that as well. Bad pictures of us. Yeah, because yeah, no one drew There's me There's no such co- thing as a bad picture of me. I disagree. I've seen a lot of pictures of you. So that's oh, very inaccurate. Shoot. Anyways, you, if you want to reach you me, me with like you can ten, tweet you me. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna talk. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah, keep yeah. going. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. You can reach me on Twitter at majesticsteed55 on Steam as scrub10,000. 
Uh, and that's pretty much the best places to reach me uh, or yeah. through the email. And if I don't see it, Nick will see it and then he'll... Yep, you know, that's my job to poke know. Brad. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at another GMG blog. You can find my blog and Nick P. Jenkins 25.wordpress.com. You can find me on Steam as Merciful Fate. You can find me on PSN as Merciful Fate underscore 497. That is basically all the places you can find me. Rena, where can people find you? I'm still reading 238 on Instagram. On Insta G. On yeah. Instagram. Hashtag no right. filter. I, uh. I actually. <laughs> I... Yeah. I don't have anything else for the show, so unless you guys have no, anything. Um, All right. Thanks yeah, for that's... listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the show, and let us know what we can do for you. Yeah, this is, and this is a last reminder. Get all your birthday wishes to me in before next Friday. That is Friday the 8th of July. Get them in before then. I expect presents. You have been told. I'm not sending nope. you. Oh, come on. We're wishes. not going to even say happy birthday next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.